welcome to that's the chunky this is kevin here with james who this podcast is his ground um we are really lucky to be joined tonight by the metalloid maniac mike Nyman. <laughs> mike how are you i'm good um the the question that jumps in my head right away when i rewatch the sketch over and over is this script must have felt pretty crazy when you read it yeah I guess, uh, you know, there's a lot of crazy scripts out there nowadays. <laughs> and um, can you tell us about what your process was like being cast for this role? Uh, I got sent an audition um, through my agent. And, you know, everything's self-taped now. Uh, mostly everything. Uh, I went out for like... <laughs> I went out for 16 live commercial auditions back in November. Got five callbacks and one avail and didn't book any of them. Fair loss. Yeah. I, I like, I like, I like uh, getting rejected online better because you don't know <laughs> Yeah. More, it's more comfortable. You can have better clothes on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't know about it. So it's, you know, it's like, if they reject you, they're not talking to you, so you're not getting reply back. You're getting reply back either if you're on a veil or you booked it. So, you know, that's cool. I like that. That's better. Um, so they sent me the audition. I looked at it. I go, okay. I had my friend Gabe come over and read with me. I have the audition on my YouTube uh, oh. channel. Maybe I can uh, send that to you. Uh, I sent them a whole bunch of stuff because they wanted somebody that uh, – that did stunts um, and uh, you know uh, at the time they had cast me, I just got out of a, I just got out of a, I had a hand surgery. I broke my hand oh. and I wasn't sure about, you know, doing the role. Uh, Cause I was like, I go, well, you're going to be on a wall. You're going to be have magnets. It's going to be a magnetic wall, and you're going to be climbing. And I'm like, uh, and you're going to be hanging from a wire. So they had a, I was hanging from a wire, and I had a stunt man also uh, that they did a lot of the shots where, you know, where these where he's falling, and they do yeah. those exclamations like fuck, you know. <laughs> That that's my stunt man doing those. Okay. But okay. Where I am actually up on the on the wall doing the things. So I sent him a lot of stuff. Uh, I sent him a tape from. I did a show called Something Bit Me, where I have a lot of physical action, where I get attacked by a bear. That was on uh, National Geographic, and then um, a surf video. Uh, I like I I took up surfing when I turned fifty one. Oh. And. Uh, and I sent him that, and you know, along with some other stuff, my my acting uh, reel and whatnot. And I I was talking to my manager. I go, I'm not sure if I can do this or not. You know, I'm not sure if my my hands healed enough to to do this this climbing. And well, eventually, one of the, the associate producer talked talked me into it, and I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll do it, uh, and. We went for, and I had to go for a fitting on that crazy costume that they made. <laughs> so that was fine. No, no big deal. They got wrapped all this stuff around me and 
you know, made made it fit, did some alterations, and went back for another another fitting and a rehearsal uh, where I was where I was up on the wire uh, climbing the wall, and um, and they got my COVID test back and it was positive. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so I was uh, so I was at the. You know, I was at the rehearsal and uh, you got to go home, <laughs> Oh man! you know, and so I guess I, it was, it's a, I guess they had the, you know, they shot all the scenes, I guess, in the same little studio. It's a little, I don't even remember the name of the studio. It's just a little place up in the valley there. Um, um, and uh, they, they shot all the scenes there. I, I have a friend, uh, Rico Anderson, who was in the, the the sitcom sketch he's one of the actors in the sitcom yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rico works a lot he's a he's a pretty big time actor um, and uh, you know he was doing he was on the set the same day I was they were shooting something else and I think he had scenes with uh, Tim and um, we were shooting Metalloid Maniac on the other stage and I had my scenes with you know Sam. <laughs> And uh, that guy's an amazing actor, by the way. That, <laughs> you think so? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're big fans. Definitely. Yeah, he's he's amazing. That guy can, but <laughs> uh, so I they kept sending me COVID tests. I was like, all right, we gotta wait until we go. And from what I understand, I've had COVID twice, and it doesn't do much to me. Uh, it didn't. Yeah, that's uh, I, good. I had it twice. That's good. You know, I'm I'm within five days. I feel fine. I, I didn't feel that much to begin with. It just feels like a shitty cold to me. Yeah. And um, so I go back a week later, and I'm, my, all my tests are still coming back positive. And then I go, well, because after X number of days, you can come back. You know, since you've been tested positive this day, you can come back this day. And I took one more test the day of, and. Uh, they told me it came back negative, so I was like, "Okay, well, we were shooting anyway." And <laughs> I think that, that, that was it. That was a, we're shooting no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I think our, a lot of a lot of our jobs got there eventually. They were like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." yeah it's just like uh, you know, um, I don't know. I felt fine. I I was a little tired. Yeah. Harder to climb the wall, I assume, when you're when you're a little tired, but uh, <laughs> with the yeah. ropes help. Yeah, and then they got me in the suit, and I was running the lines with the. I never got to to rehearse with Sam at all. Mm. It's like you go on set; it's just like you got to go. And both me and Sam were having a hard time with our lines, and were, you know, Tim writes very specifically for the show. And, yeah. Uh, so we've heard we had to we had to rig some things up where we were like reading lines one way and i think a lot of it got axed a lot of the there there was more to the script than what was actually in the show and uh, a lot of it got axed but it was a good cutoff point i think because you know you've seen the sketches obviously you're fans of the show where they just they just cut off at odd places yeah the skit so it was like yeah. that that cutoff place where, you know, is there any way you can look like a bug up there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it cuts off and that's the end. This is just like incomplete. I think Do you remember this- any like uh, 
sort of like anything that you thought was going to make it that was cut? Anything that you thought was particularly funny or, you, uh, like was- you know, I, I've, I've worked a lot in the industry and most things that you think are going to make it get cut or, or, you know, if they're shooting, you know, I shoot on a lot of low budget projects. So, or it all stays in because <laughs> there's nothing else to work with. Right. Uh-huh. It's like, I did. Uh, I did another movie where I play this a-hole trucker who gets in a fight with this bare knuckle girl out in the parking lot, and I'm pretty sure every frame that we shot's in there. Different <laughs> <laughs> takes of it, but it's like we were working. It's low budget. We we're out in Lancaster. We rehearsed this big fight scene uh, several times before we did it, so we were pretty well. I had a lot more rehearsal on that movie than I did for uh, I think you should leave, you know, because of the, because of the COVID thing. Mm, Yeah. So, so when you're cast, are you familiar with the show or Sam at all prior to, to showing up to the set? Uh, Well, I was familiar. I saw the show already. Yeah. I was, I was already at, I was already, I knew about the show or, or, uh, or I'm thinking maybe maybe that's when I discovered the show. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of old, and it's hard for me to remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while too. Um, but I'm like I'm like thinking, did I know about the show before, or did it did it? Uh, did you? Uh, I think I think it. I think it's. I picked up. I I may I may have picked it up when I got the audition. Actually, did did watching the show like inform how you? played the part at all or or like prepared for it uh, no at all? <laughs> no i i know you know i know the feel of it but i i know i have good instincts on you know you, when you're doing comedy you play it straight you're not you're not you know you can yeah. see me out there i'm serious, serious <laughs> yeah but yeah. it looks funny because it's like <laughs> yeah that's that's how you play comedy i'm, I'm the straight man and you know, yeah. uh, Sam's yeah. like more the ringmaster of, you know, and I just yeah. with him. The script brings the necessary absurdity to that sketch. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. <laughs> um, so you mentioned, you know, Jim, he does a lot of overcommitment to everything. <laughs> he writes them and then he acts in them. So it's, he writes for himself. So he's, he's good to go. For sure. Um, you mentioned the suit that you were in. What was what, what was it like made out of? What kind of material? How was it like uh, uncomfortable? It like, oh, they have a guy on there. I, I can't remember his name, but he he does a lot of stuff like that for them. He makes gadgets and stuff yeah, love and whatnot, and made this. It was made. It, it wasn't heavy, but it was like it was on me for a good majority of the day, and I was. At the end, I, I, we were on set for like 13 hours that day. Oh, man. Wow. I wasn't in the suit the whole time. Like there was a, but I wasn't on, I was in that suit. I would have to say for, I don't know. Let's see. I got there early. I would say, I would say I was good in that suit for a good six hours. Wow. And when you're hanging, is it like, uh, you know, 10 minutes on, we'll drop you down or were you just up there? For a long time, 
No, I was, I was, uh, we, we were doing lots of, because they had a lot of different setups for that. They got a lot of shots that they're cutting to, you know, as they do, they got the one shot and then they did a lot of stuff, stuff with my stunt man before yeah. we shot all my, we shot mine at the end because, because when I, uh, they were going to shoot at the beginning, but I, 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 I was having some kind of panic attack in the suit. I don't know why. Um, I hear it's not uncommon, like when you're in clothes. To I've done stuff like like that before. Like I I did uh, I did Kazon. I would play at Kazon Ogla numerous times in Star Trek Voyager. Mm. The the creatures on there. So I was in heavy makeup. It's it's very similar, but not in a suit like that. And after a while, even though it wasn't heavy, the, it it became like I don't know if Tim knew this, but like exactly what he wrote in the script was what I felt. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't mm. get around, I can't move. I was at, and at the end of the shoot, I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, yeah. So it was like you know, it, it's exactly like the script. <laughs> that's a, that's uh, yeah, one so, of the most better. So I guess. Heard. Tim's a genius. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I, I had never considered it. James, the big question I was wondering is, did you voice the cartoon? No, no. Okay. That was, uh, that was not me, although I could have, but they they probably had, you know, they would, they would probably have to pay me more money if I did that. <laughs> yeah. Did and you? They probably, had, they probably had somebody internal, like, you know, probably – tim or zach or one of the other guys voiced it uh, yeah that makes sense did you did you i'm guessing that the cartoon was kind of probably made after you like filmed your scenes I, I, you... i'm pretty sure it was because we shot in december of 2022 which is usually when i get sick in december every year <laughs> Were you uh, aware of the like cartoon portion of that of the sketch, like when you were? Yeah, I have the of... whole script, and there's yeah. like the, it, it, there's a breakdown. I, I have the script somewhere. Uh, I think it's on my phone still. So it breaks down all that stuff there. I go, whoa, am I doing this? Am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, no, you're not doing that. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I just did the uh, live live action acting. And they, and they were, and you know, that I, 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 like I said, I wasn't going to do it. I was like, I don't, I'm not sure. And, uh, you know, they kind of had to talk me into it. They and wanted, you, the, they wanted the you... mustache, bro. <laughs> they did. I get hired for a lot of stuff because of this mustache. Yeah, don't Dave. And yeah. I grew it out uh, after the pandemic, you know, in 2021, I had an agent that fired me. And I'm like, okay. I go, you know what? I go, let's try something. Let's grow out a cool mustache. And I'm I'm aged enough where I have, a, you know, kind of a weathered look, a man of a man of experience. And uh, I grew the mustache out, and then I started booking a lot of stuff. One of our last guests actually told us the same thing, Alan Heights. Um, was in a sketch and he said, yeah, he used to be cast for sort of like different roles. And during COVID he grew out his mustache and he's like, I'm getting 
different type of roles now and um seems like advice for a lot of you know maybe actors who aren't booking as much stuff as you are out there scroll the yeah uh i don't know you know it, it depends on depends on what age you are I'm, I'm a little older than a lot of actors so i get the more men of experience roles truckers cops yeah uh, i get asked to do cops i i i have a couple <clears throat> things the auditions in my queue right now and i'm i'm uh I'm auditioning for a mob enforcer and then uh, a fisherman. Oh yeah, I could see that. Like I a guy in, for yeah. that's for a, a State Farm. I have a, I'm gonna knock those out after. Yeah, we're there. You're you're in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, you know, yeah. there's there's a lot of guys with a lot of uh, distinct looks out there. None of them have the, ever. The guy Biff Whiff. Did you interview him? We did, yeah. We're we're big Biff Whiff fans. We gotta we gotta get him back on. Um, yeah, he's like I, I I see that he's booking some work now. He did the uh, he did some other movie with uh, that guy that's Jake. Uh, yeah, Jake guy? Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The movie with Self, him. Self Reliance. I think. I look. I see called. stuff. You know. I see what's going yeah. on out there. <laughs> I think he's probably been the actor who sort of um springboarded the most from his appearances on the show um he, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah he's got a huge fan base deservedly there's a, there's a lot of a lot of characters in there a friend of mine joyce joyce greenleaf was in a uh the haunted tour thing oh yeah um, yeah she, she was she didn't have any lines in that or I don't believe, but but she was one of the the guests looking on. And, uh, <laughs> I and I think Joyce one of the works a lot. I, I I've known Joyce for years. I was in a acting class with her in the nineties. Wow, nice. uh, with this old character actor named Cliff Osman, who oddly enough has a similar look to me, except he was more of a, a beefy guy. He was a you know bigger stature. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I looked him up right now. Solid, yeah, he, solid mustache. Solid mustache. Uh, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, I think 2012. Yeah, you're right. But uh, he was a great acting coach. He was my first acting coach, actually. Wow. Hmm. Uh, um, there's a couple of guys that, that I was in that class with that are kind of working actors. Uh, Byron Mann, um, Chinese American actor. He, he's in the Modelizer. That's on. He's he's like one of the executive producers. He's got. He's a dual Canadian U.S. citizen. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. he was in my class. Um, Joyce and uh, what's the other guy? It'll come to me in a minute. Guy on Doogie Howser, black guy that robbed the uh, Quickie Mart. Uh, <laughs> that uh, Doogie's best friend is working in and he ended up being on Doogie Hauser for a long time. Oh man. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Redmond. That's his name. Yeah. He was on like the whole run of the show, I believe. Yeah. After the, after he did that role, uh, the producers really liked him and wrote him in, which was cool. Uh, also he's been, in, fight he's club. been in fight club. He's one of the cops that tries to, cut edward norton's nuts off (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i might have to i might have to check that out again yeah Uh, 
Oh, so, that's a great movie, man. It is a great movie. <laughs> um, I remember watching that in the theater and, and seeing the end. And uh, yeah, there used to be a lot of twist endings back in the day. Um, <laughs> so when when you do the sketch, like, does your are you glad you did the sketch? Was your hand holding up okay? Like, yeah, it was fine. Uh, you know, uh, it was fine. It was, it was, and and the 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 thing that where I had my hand was a lot more comfortable than I thought it would be. I was still recovering from a broke the hand, and I had a couple pins in my hand for a while, holding the bone into place. But they removed them after. Uh, after I got my splint off or my cast off after having the surgery. Yeah. We, we kind of think like uh, a lot of these sketches um, are really, they really stick with people and are really timeless. So we're always glad to interview people who, who are in them. And it's just like, we, you're, you're, it was almost like the world was trying to keep you out of the sketch with your hand and with COVID. (laughs) We're just really happy that you got to, you know, see it through. Yeah, me too. They would have, <laughs> a lot, I have a lot of friends that like this show too. It's, <laughs> it's a cult favorite. Either you've heard of it or you have. It. And they would have cast some idiot. People, the people that have heard of, I think you should leave, and people that haven't. Uh, yeah. They would have cast some guy with like no mustache and. Uh, <laughs> the I don't know what they had available. Some sometimes they they they're looking for that, you know physicality uh i get a lot of roles because of my physicality too Uh, yeah because i i kind of i stay in pretty good shape yeah we 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 were wondering like you know when we were talking discussing before your casting and we like suspected it had to do they wanted someone who could act and and do stunts and we were wondering if you had a stunt man and I didn't think so, but it's interesting that yeah, yeah, there was a guy and you had one. They did a lot of shots with him, and uh, they gave me a little stunt bump. Um, I don't even remember. Uh, I didn't make. I didn't make too much. There's no residuals on these things. I, mm. I, that's mm. why. That's why SAG was on strike for a while. That's All true. Right. Yeah, that's true. and that was like a. Yeah, we were, it was really hard for us to wait that out. We had so many people we wanted to interview and, um, and we, I mean, we're, we're, I'm a union person, so we did not want to hurry people back, but we were, uh, we were like really anxious to, to interview people. Um, we, we do promise we do offer residuals, um, once our (laughs) podcast becomes profitable, which is, keep looking for that. Um, if uh, yeah, if something weird happens, you'll have a check in the mail from us. Um, nice. Um, uh, have you ahead. uh, have you so uh, I guess first when when the actual uh show season was released, like uh, how quickly did you watch your scene and what was your like? Oh, probably like? the same day that I found out. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Something like this. Yeah. This is probably the most uh, biggest thing that I've been on. Um, have you um, had any? It's my most had... impressive credit, I think. <laughs> have you had any like friends or or relatives or anyone who didn't know that you were in it see you and like reach out about it? 
You know, not really. Uh, it's kind of hard to recognize me in that, that <laughs> big mask. Um, but there's people that know I was in it and watched uh-huh. it for yeah. sure because I because I, I, I have a whole bunch of friends that are, dude, you're on. I think you should leave. And <laughs> awesome. So I had, I had a friend wait for his friends to come over and have a watch party with it. And yeah, I, I I think you're gonna get spotted on the street more than you think. I haven't yet. It's it's been like almost a year. Well, if you, if you can find the the Metalloid Maniac costume and you want to walk around in the street in that, <laughs> you'll definitely get recognized. I think. I I don't know how comfortable <laughs> that would be, but I, I well, you know what what they have to do is they have to see this your podcast and go oh. That's what he looks like. <laughs> and then they'll see me on the street and go, that's Metalloid Mania. Yeah, we might have to include a screenshot uh, from the podcast. <laughs> um, we'll make sure it's it's a it's a complimentary one. Um, we got we're all radio people instead of video people. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we sort of like introduced your experiences on the set. Um, like when you when you think back to that day. Like the one thing I think is I can't listen to Sam Richardson talk for like more than a minute without cracking up. Um, what was the vibe on the set? Were people breaking? Um, I again I can't, I can't keep a straight face when he's talking. Like, um, not really. Uh, we're we're just uh, like like I said, it was pretty. You know, me and Sam were we were, were actually I think we were both getting frustrated and maybe Sam was getting frustrated with me because I kept forgetting my lines and then he kept forgetting his, you know, <laughs> it's like, I think we should have, should have had a read through, uh, might've worked mm. a little better that, but, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't think Tim had a very big, does has a very big budget on the, the show. And, you know, uh, oddly short every episode is like, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. yeah. It's like six six episodes, 15 minutes, and that's it. I know. It's yeah. amazing. The whole series. The whole season. It's is, like four and a half hours the entire yeah, show. Right? Yeah. I'm going to binge watch. I think you should leave. Well, you be done with a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing, like, the influence it has had considering. Um, it's almost like the scarcity might be um an advantage to the show like could one be, of the, could one be. of the issues with like saturday night live really? there's too much right yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff on there but you know look at all the the good cool actors we have on there i mean yeah. they're all stand-ups you know that that's that's where they hire those guys from is all stand-ups i have a lot of friends in stand-up um James, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about my uh, his questions. James is about. washed out. <laughs> your back, your background ma- matches your font. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yes. a little. You should have like a orange font. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I got I got this. This is this is the the famous wall of fame here. This is my. Well, you can't really tell because of the lighting in here, but it's kind of an ocean green. Mm. You look very, very comfortable on that wall. It's like it's your ground. (laughs) Yeah, built. This is the wall that I built. (laughs) I have a guy that uh, he gave me. uh, uh, He makes graphic designs. He found me on Instagram, and 
hey, I'll send you some. So I got this big sticker on the back of my truck uh, with the the cartoon Metalloid Maniac. <laughs> nice. And then it's the wall that he built. That's, that's amazing <laughs> so some people you know have uh, recognized me or found me uh on instagram that's that's awesome i love it <laughs> fanboys right yeah oh, there's there's a lot out there oh yeah yeah no i used to work at video stores for years i'm like you know a lot of a lot of fans out there uh yeah, the I think you should leave community is uh, really, they're really into it. Um, they 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 dress. I think you should leave. Uh, so I think I think you're gonna inter- have a lot of interactions uh, with the world out there. The I think you should leave world. <laughs> it, it hasn't we'll happened see, yet, but it's gonna we'll happen. See what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took you guys a while to find me. <laughs> it did. It was that strike. It was like we were. Oh, I we see. got knocked off. We had to take months off, and we we had a like list of people we wanted to interview, and then we just started knocking them off one by one once the strike ended. Um, um, but we were we were patient. You guys had to do what you had to do. We, yeah. Uh, why, why was the strike involved in that? Because um, according to the strike, people weren't supposed to promote their project. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. yeah, so we had reached out to a couple of agencies and they were like, we appreciate you reaching out, but um, we can't, you know, uh, have our guests be, have our clients be booked right now. We were like, oh, I hadn't really oh, thought of it ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. But we got you now and we're ready for, uh, for um, you know, where you're going now. Uh, one one question we like to ask people outside of, I think you should leave. What's a, a role you had that you're, most proud of um i don't know uh i think a lot uh let's see what am i well i've done a lot of like indie stuff that's so so underground it's underground you know um i did a i did a bit on all my children um I played, uh, geez, I don't even know the character's name. I'd have to look on my IMDb. Uh, I played this character. Alan Hodge. Huh? Alan Alan Hodge. Hodge. Alan Hodge. And uh, Tad's stepson or whatever throws a rock through my store window and they... they go, so th- this isn't the guy that you found. And I go, no, that's not him. You know, I'm lying because Tad, the dad paid me off. Oh, man. And then later he gives me, and here's here's something for your trouble. And mm. I'm like looking at him and he goes, and, and a little more. You know, <laughs> you seen. But uh, the kid that, uh, that, that, uh, that was accused of tossing the rock through my window. And that was Finn Whitrock. So he, he's a pretty big actor. That guy, he's been in the big short. He was in that uh, mm, ratchet. Oh, yeah. period. He played a serial killer ratchet. He, he came off pretty big off that. soap. Oh yeah. I'm uh, I'm if you, I am, if you Google it, I can actually see the picture of you like 
taking the payment on all my children. Like the money is being passed <laughs> to your hand. Um, James, it is very pre mustache. Oh man. Yeah. 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 I, I shot that in uh, I think 2010. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 14 years. It flies when you're having fun. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James has actually never missed an episode of All My Children. Every day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, really? Just... <laughs> not, not really. You just uh, have to go back in the VCR, James, and, and check that out. 2009. Yeah, all right. And, uh, as I remember, uh, what's the – oh, Susan Lucci was on set that day, too. She showed up. And she's like, huge, hey, huge everybody, star. I'm Susan Lucci. And like one of the biggest soap opera actresses ever ever i think she's number one yeah yeah Yeah. and she never got that emmy right she was uh i don't know did she She was nominated like i don't follow soaps that much uh i've watched once in a while sometimes i have friends on there or whatever I have no lie, never watched an episode of soap opera in my life. And but I've never like watched watch one. I've never watched one like on purpose, except for, <laughs> except for the episode I was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's a good living, actually. Uh, wait a minute, uh, there were I. Um, I knew a girl on there that was in uh, my acting class one time. She got kind of big too. Um, it'll come to me, but she she did the soap first before. A lot of these guys do soaps first and then get bigger. Yeah. I've heard soap operas, just because they're so high volume, there's a lot of just like, you know, you're you're in and you're out on all of those, like every episode. It's, so it, it, it's kind of it's like... like a, the, it's, a, it's amazing how, how much, you know, dialogue they have to go through and memorize every day. It's like yeah. a, a very well, well aware of how how hard that is to do it, it it's like you know people put them down but the, the <laughs> actors are learning or improving or you know learning all these lines in one day that's that's amazing man yeah, yeah. real talent yeah, yeah that's that uh, i don't take away their their real talent that's 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 amazing not easy to do and you know i'm i'm lousy at Memorizing dialogue. <laughs> yeah, so but you got clearly you got, illustrated to you. You got the mustache, though. It doesn't matter. But uh, luckily, a lot of my roles are, you know, like supporting roles that are a little easier to do. I don't think I've ever had a role where I had to memorize some huge monologue or something. One take. Yes. <laughs> Isn't there some crazy monologue in Smoke, I think, that Harvey Keitel does? It's pretty famous in this the camera just sits there for like two or three minutes while he does this monologue that he had to memorize. Oh man. I got to check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, my, that, that's quite a movie. Hmm. We want to thank you for coming on. You've been very generous with your time. Um, James, I had all my questions answered. What are you feeling good? Yeah, I think I cleared mine too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Mike, for joining us. It's really great to, that's a chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, in the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, at the Nighthawks 
Diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown Clown Pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a uh, short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably priced at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to Etsy, dot com slash shop slash swayzine again swayzine is s-w-a-y-z-i-n-e um, you can own these shirts yourself um, and we want to thank uh reggie from swayzine for his support of that's a chunky mm -hmm.